The second city is celebrating Back History Month by bringing you 60 years of the most iconic sketches created by a slew of African-American alumni, along with classic archive scenes with a new comedic spin brought to you by a new generation of rising stars. Joining me in the studio to talk all about it are our friends from the Second City, director of the Black History Month show, Allie Barthwell, and the director of diversity, talent, inclusion, and development at the Second City, Deanna Griffin-Irons. Hello, ladies. Hi, Hello. Good morning. Happy early Black History Month. Thank you. Yes. I uh, am, of course, you know, a fan of Black History Month, but I'm also a fan of uh, the Second City and am always excited to think about some of the the alumni that have come through, especially the ones that kind of look like me. Mm-hmm. Deanna, talk to me about uh, some of the, the more, uh, you know, notable black Second City alums that you're, you're drawing from for this oh, production. Oh, my uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, shout out that I have to say that he went to um, to Penn State and I met he introduced me to my husband. What? Yes. Keegan Michael I, Key introduced you to your husband. Yes. So, that's, you know, he's from Detroit. So you got Keegan Michael Key, Sam Richardson, um, Tim Meadows. We have um, archive material by Amber Ruffin, all these people who have gone on to just catapult the industry and comedy and are doing great things that we get to honor their stories more by seeing this show. Allie, when you're directing these these this new crop of young folks, do you get the sense that they uh, they understand the legacy that they've been charged with uh, carrying on? I think they do. I I think it's really interesting to see uh, a new group of artists have a reverence for the material, but also this mentality of like, well, they set this foundation, and so now it's ours to build on and to play with. So something that's been really fun throughout this process is taking this archive material and updating it. So it might be as simple as a reference change of like, oh, this band that was in the 90s, we don't really <laughs> talk about anymore. Here's a weird political news story that was you know, major in the time, as well as switching the gender or allowing people to play different races to fit the material. So that's been really uh, a fun process to be a part of. Black history, of course, encapsulates uh, technology, science, uh, education, activism, but comedy is a huge part of, of, of the black experience, of the black cultural uh, contribution. Why is it important to you to, to kind of nurture that at the Second City, Deanna? Uh, it's a balm, you know. It is a aid to, uh, for us to tell our truth and also to, sm- to swallow a bitter pill and then laugh, you know, and so I feel like, you know, as obstacles and adversities, and we know what our history is, and we have such a illustrious history that is filled with, with truth and love and pain and adversity, that comedy is such a great art form that allows us to um, look at all of that history, that breadth of that work, and here's what we have had to say about it, and to laugh about it, you know, um, and bring audiences together, so um, it's so about truth-telling for me. I'm Jill Hopkins. Allie Barthwell is here. Deanna Griffin-Irons is here. We're talking about Second City's Black History Month show. How did this show begin? Because this isn't the first one, Deanna. No. Um, back in the day in 2002, um, I conceived this show called Words, and I was scouting on different sides of the neighborhoods and towns, south side, west side, and curated a police officer, a comedian, a mother from the south side who was doing comedy, poets, and a lot of different artists. And we put the show up in the skybox at Second City, mm-hmm. and um, it brought in an audience that we hadn't been experiencing and seeing at Second City, and that kind of jump-started, you know, we need to do more of this. 
all these people of color are coming here that want to see comedy and satire and hear our stories. How can we do more of this? And that was the impetus that spearheaded our um, year-long engagement in diversity and inclusion and more Black History Month shows. Allie, do you, when you're directing something like this, do you ever think about it as like a, a teaching opportunity to, for folks who may not be as, as versed in black history as they may should be? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that's so rewarding to me is to look out into the audience and see everybody laughing and everybody enjoying themselves. And I think um, to pull from our archives, you know, we have things in the show that are 15, 20 years old uh, for people to go, What? what's that from? What is that? And be able to go, oh, that was a Keegan-Michael Key joint from 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, or that Sam Richardson or even something that's newer and, and letting people uh, sort of trace the origins of some actors or comedians that they love now and say this is where they began. This is where their story was first starting to be told and it's really fun. When you're writing and you find yourself uh, kind of veering into uh, racial comedy. Let's yes. Say. <laughs> Do you find that it's therapeutic to get kind of the the weight of being black and being a woman in America off your chest in a way that's like productive and entertaining? Yeah, I I remember um, that feeling of I get to tell my story and I get to be specific about my story and I can't encompass the entirety of the black experience or the entire you know breadth of the black comedic tradition yeah. but I can if one person in the audience hears me and hears my story then I have given them a gift of knowledge about who I am and, and that empathy for my situation and, and seeing people relate to or laugh at uh, a very specific experience that I have as a woman or a black woman, then I've, uh, yeah, given them a gift and shared something that we now have in common that we can talk about and build on this going forward. Diana, as as someone with the job title that includes the words diversity and inclusion and someone who just legitimately uh, cares about uh, showcasing all of these stories at Second City. Uh, is this something that you are particularly proud of uh, bringing to this kind of legendary house? Um, I am. I am. And, you know, I, back in the day, I was not thinking about like, oh, I'm wearing a diversity hat. You know, I was just, <laughs> yeah. It was just all about, you know, how can I get more people to this this institution of what I've what I've been experiencing when I came to Second City and experienced this this giant this comedy giant and learn these tools to help shape the world our culture and what we want to say and here is an art form so I, I love that um, I get to invite people to the table and that it's room for all of us. It's nine thirty on the morning and powered by Vocalo. We're talking the Black History Month show at the Second City with some folks from the Second City: Ali Barthwell and Deanna Griffin Irons. Uh, you know, every day on social media, there's somebody in Oakley sunglasses sitting in their car making uh, a YouTube video about how they're just not allowed to say what they want to say. Comedy's ruined by the PC police. You know who couldn't tell jokes anymore? Uh, me. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking about uh, all of the black comics that I've seen in the last five years and how somehow 
that uh, memo that you can't say what you want to say has not reached <laughs> that community. And that's a good thing, right? Because we need to talk about all of these things. Do you find that this is like kind of a freeing thing to do like a particularly blackety black black show and just be able to say all these blackety black black things oh yeah we we talk about it all the time in the room of like we even said like how can we make this blacker how can we add more things into it because you know traditionally there haven't been like insane deep amounts of representation for people of color let alone black people so to have a room where there's four black comedians and we have our two white actors I joke like our two token white actors (laughs) and we can sit there and say how can we make this even more truthful to where we are now how can we make this richer and deeper and it might just be well let's let's update this to be a Black Panther reference or let's update this about something about Tyler Perry yes um (laughs) And or like the music. Like, did the, you did you stop paying your wig people? Because that's how you. Yeah, get to we, be like we're Tyler. all going to put our wigs on in five minutes, right before the show, to be representative of Tyler. But we're of even the musical choices and talking about that every single needle drop between the scenes is going to be a black artist or something inspired by a black musical tradition. So we just get to we get to do whatever we like to continue to represent this, and there has never been a moment where you can't say what you always have been able to say what you want to say. There are just consequences Mm -hmm. to that. And we sort of look at it saying, well, we're going to stick our neck out for something we believe in. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, a guy in Oakley shades and an Eagle uh, (laughs) profile picture on Twitter gets upset, then maybe we're doing something right because there might be a bigger group of people that feel seen and represented by this section of comedy. Now, I don't want to take away from the Black History Month show. We're giving out all that information. But there's a lot of rooms in the Second City, and there's a lot of entertainment happening there. Deanna, what can people uh, take in before, after, the next day? Oh, my goodness. I mean, well, I mean, there's so there's training. There's um, before and after. There's there's so much going on, like, in different spaces. We have, like, how many shows? Over 20 shows sometimes? I can't even count all of them. <laughs> um, and there's, like, the film school. You can go down and have a cocktail and have, a, you know, have appetizers before the show. You can also take a class, you know, and get training. So I, I feel like it's a, a comedy melting pot where you can just go and, and eat, play, mingle, network, and laugh, and then go home and, and say, you know, this was a good day. Yeah, there are our two resident stages. We have the Up Theater, where our show is going to be. There's now four training center spaces, where yes. if you're someone that you want to put up your own show or create your own thing, you can pitch your show to be in those uh, studio, training, theaters. studio theaters. Uh, yeah, there's like a thousand classes. I teach in the training center also. So I see those a lot of students as they come through the different programs. We have, uh, you know, there's the Second City Works side oh, the corporate for corporate side. engagement. There's, yeah, 1959, which is the, the restaurant and bar. There's Utopian Tailgate, which just opened. So it really is like a mall for comedy <laughs> that you can kind of hang out all day. You can eat, go sit I've literally friends. gotten lost inside of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Well, if you uh, have uh, your GPS set up the right way, you can go visit Second City and check out all of the great things that they have there. Uh, The Black History Month show opens February 4th and runs through March 11th, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. You can go to secondcity.com for more information on this show, all of the other shows, any number of classes, events and restaurants. And I thank the both of you for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Yay.